visiting all the way from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. God. Yeah. What's that uh, flight time? Was it like four hours, six hours? It's four hours. Okay. It's not yeah. too bad. I watched Little and I took a nap. Oh, nice. How's it Little? good. It's so cute. I loved it. Okay. I love body swaps. Mm-hmm. There, so, I mean, it was the writing was broad. Was sure. it funny? There was the mean people. Boy, were they okay. mean. <laughs> but they learned a lesson at the end and that's what counts. Okay, good. I liked it. But I don't know the, the, I don't know the name of the child actor in that movie. Oh, but she's good, But right? she's Unbelievable! That's awesome. I was okay. like starstruck on the plane. That's awesome. That's How's Minnesota? It's good. I don't know. I was only there for 24 hours. It seems great. Okay. It was really fun to perform there. I really wanted to go to the Mall of America, but then there A, wasn't time, and B, I found out that their American Girls Law store closed in March. So oh, what the fuck? It's a became bummer. Less. I know. You would think. Protest starts now. What Petition is starts here. Do they still have the roller coaster in there? There's like a roller they coaster. They do. Yeah, okay. I really like. Someone was really like hard selling me on like the 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 like bleakness of the roller coaster because mm. you're just like on a roller coaster going past stores. Mm-hmm. And that's that sounds, awesome. Yeah, this is, this is America. Yeah, it's like pure. <laughs> it's just like mainlining capitalism. <laughs> it's bro. like mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want to do it, but yeah, next time. Next time, yeah. just you need to set. Had to get here. You need to set aside an entire trip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just, I had to, I had to get here and watch Spider Man too. Oh, oh my so god, it's urgent. You so much. Thank you. Truly, nothing could be more urgent. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw. Well, I want to get into this because there's going to be a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me. Try to test levels. Do, yeah. How, how are we? Okay. No. I bring hope me down. Good. It was fine. It was. Fine. I like your intro. We're going right. to keep that one. We're going to keep everything. Levels are fine. Don't do it again. Just pick up where you left off. Sitting across from me is my... Oh, and then there there goes all the Sometimes levels. There it is. Do that. That's what it was. It was your phone, Keller. That's what it was. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Kidding. I'm fucking sorry, dude. <laughs> Keller Knobloch, everybody. Keller, say hi. Hi, how, man. How are the levels, bro? I guess they're okay. <laughs> Our guest today, so excited to have her here today. She is a comedian, as you just heard a television writer, and co-host of the podcast, the Bechtel Cast, Bechtel cast. Mm-hmm. Bechtel cast with Caitlin Durante, who's been on, uh, yes. talking about... Yes, two-time I, guess? I don't even remember what Caitlin was talking about, but we just talked about Paddington. Beef Vendetta, oh. very recently. Yes. She did add Paddington mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to the list. To the, mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So Jamie, don't worry, it's incredible. on there. Jamie Loftus is here. Yes, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here. I'm so, oh man, you couldn't have, couldn't have had a better movie for me. So you're in for this movie. We'll get into it, but it's basically yes. boils down to Alfred Molina. It boils down to, <laughs> yeah, like Alfred, this is, I think, oh, this movie came out when I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. And it was like... I didn't see, I think I did see Spider-Man 1 in theaters. Mm. I was kind of like, mm, mm-hmm. I liked it. I wasn't super into superheroes when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But then like Alfred Molina, I did have like this, like all my childhood crushes were kind of like daddy types. And so like <laughs> Alfred Molina was like game changer. Like Got it was it. Who else? unbelievable. Okay, Who so, else are we talking? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Daddy's. Uh, it started with Alex Trebek was the first. Good daddy. One. Wow. Classic like, daddy. Are you Canadian? Back then though. No. Back no, I'm then from though. Massachusetts. So okay. he's got a little bit of brown still in that mustache. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This no. is that Alex We're Trebek. About, like, so. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like so he still has the mustache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was Kelsey Grammer in Frasier specifically. Of course. Oh. Of course. Uh, Carl Anderson, who is Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Huge crush. When he would wear that, like, you know the opening scene where he's like wearing the orange tie-dye onesie or like I tunic. I think I remember it's like white and orange. And he's screaming at Jesus. You're like, yeah. Like that was... And then, and then I think that chronologically... Alfred Molina would be the next. I used to have like a poster of Doc Ock in my room. That's oh my amazing. God. But was it yeah. Spider-Man 2 that did it? Or was it yes. other Alfred? Were you like, I got to go see this because Alfred, my, my dude Alfred Molina's in it. No, it was <gasps> like 04 slight chest exposure Alfred Molina. <laughs> that really like. Oh my God. That's what did it for me too, I guess. So <laughs> we was, have, You noticed. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, like, yeah. wow. Oh my a God. lot of play. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot. Seriously. Uh, so Keller and I watched Spider-Man 1 earlier this year because it's on the list a little bit earlier or lower which means that spider-man 2 is ranked higher and this is the last spider-man movie that will appear on the list there's no spider-man 3 they're giving alfred molina some love so we have two traditions on the podcast jamie the first tradition keller's going to tell us what movie we're talking about and he's going to read this blurb from the 2008 issue of empire magazine a british magazine Mm -hmm. and the second tradition uh comes down to you by the end of this uh episode we're going to ask you to contribute a movie of your very own okay. to add to the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. As we've been going through, these are our guests, mm-hmm. and we've been asking each of our guests to come up with their own pick. So we've been creating a new list. Which the we new think list is so much it. better so much than the old list. So much more interesting. This list is great. If you saw um, the top 10 of this, it would make you <gasps> mad. I kind of really? want. I, okay, I, can you can you do that? Yeah, can yeah. we do that We're now? Do that. And now, just get mad Jamie Loftus this. will experience for the first time the, the top, top ten, 10 greatest like, movies I re- ever I made. I remember th- when this list came out. It's like yeah. what okay. The Godfather. Or God- yeah, you're right. Yes, The Godfather. And then what is it, like number two's Gone with the Wind or something? No, no. not even. What? What? <laughs> Alfred Molina <laughs> in Molina? Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> in number Molina two. Cracked Alfred the top Molina is in the fucking number two best movie of all time. Why wouldn't he be? Oh, wow, Gone with the Wind is not in the top ten. No, this is whatsoever. Um, Interesting. Look what is. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Fight Club. Okay. They're laughing at Fight Club. Okay. I do you think that Fight Club would crack the top five hundred where this list made today? I think it might. No. Still. No. We've I, there's I have, be, we've said that there there's better right. David Fincher movies sure mm-hmm. but yeah like to choose from I think Zodiac is also on this list it's tied to some pretty sinister stuff now though I feel like people True. don't have yeah. the love for it no it's like and you know neo-Nazis. what else I think that people I think that more more so than than um, I think specifically movie fandom has mm-hmm. changed drastically in ten years from two thousand eight yeah. has changed drastically to where now more people of color, more women are involved in the conversation on the internet, thanks to Twitter, thanks to whatever. Mm -hmm. So like the UK magazine Empire, though still being a movie, obviously magazine in there probably has a like a mostly male reader base, probably mostly white, probably mostly uh, straight, probably maybe mostly British, maybe. Um, I still think that like the list would be even from the people writing in their top 10 today, they would be like, you know what, maybe instead of Fight Club, Zodiac. Maybe is it like the yeah. social they, network? I think yeah. people would second guess themselves more before so writing than, oh, down. It's I. I feel like you're more hard pressed even than like 
from like my freshman year of college yeah. to now to yeah. be like, I love Fight Club. Sure. Even if you yeah. do, sure. no one really says it. There anymore. is even a connotation with it now. Yeah. yeah. I hope Absolutely. that's enough. Yeah. Like and that's not. Un- oh, I feel unsafe. And if you like True. Fight Club, <laughs> if, you like, if you like Quentin Tarantino, if you like Christopher Nolan, those things would still be obviously heavy hitters in like a new list. Sure. But even the conversations around those filmmakers are different today than it was in 2008 where the conversation was mostly white film bros that were like oh, oh yeah Chris, Christopher Nolan is I like that the apartment's here this is number 15 oh wow yeah. okay it had in, just come out because this it comes <laughs> out in 08 the list came out in November of 08 wow oh, Citizen, Citizen Kane's 28, 28. Mm-hmm. wow after okay well I mean these are all good movies I mean <laughs> yeah fine <laughs> sure fine but it's just no Spider-Man 2 languishing at 411 <laughs> oh boy so Keller Hit us with that. What movie are we talking about today? What does Empire Magazine say about the pick? And give it to us in that stuffy British guy voice, if you please. Ooh. I have to Frantically flipping. Whoo, whoo, whoo. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, Roger that's going to be fun. Roger, he just flipped that's past Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I just bought it. The One other of my day. favorites. Yeah? It's a, yeah. I, so we're good that, to go. I mean, talk about a movie that holds up. Yes. Seriously. Yes. <clears throat> what do you got for us? Keller. Sorry. Four hundred and eleven, Spider-Man Two, two thousand and four. Director Samuel Raimi, (laughs) bigger and better than its predecessor, with a superior villain in Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, and a more confident Raimi sneaking in some of his own trademarks. Yes, we talked about that as well. The hospital scene is. The best scene in the movie. It's so good. It is so good. Raw Sam Raimi. Yeah. It's wild. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that that scene was allowed. Because this is like a PG-13 movie. Mm -hmm. It's, man, a lot of glass flying at people's faces. But it's a lot of that PG-13 horror and Mm -hmm. PG-13 violence where they cut away or it's, you know, and it's, there's a lot of implied stuff and, but it's like fun schlocky cheesy with the oh, close-ups so with the, that that and great kind horror. of the best at that the it's zooms. fun man yeah. the zooms yeah the zooms. Uh, <laughs> yeah i think that that blurb is actually a pretty great blurb because i for me it hit two things number one i think it is bigger and better than the first spider-man yes mm-hmm. even though i really we watched it earlier you know, and i still have 45 minutes no spider-man yeah <laughs> <laughs> and secondly alfred molina is like pitch perfect casting what a great character what a great performance what a great like the way that they translated from the comic books, the octopus arms, it is still like it's mm-hmm. that Stan Winston level of like from the first Jurassic Park where you watch Jurassic Park one and you go, this still looks great because they used real animatronics so often that like yeah. anytime there's like a puppet Doc Hawk arm and then it blends into a CG shot in the next shot, like it all came out so great and still holds up that it makes me scared for when they try to do Doc Octopus again. Because it's gonna, in live yeah. action, because they just got it very different. Spider Verse, Inflata, Inflata, Ox. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that okay. So the, Catherine Hahn, Spider Verse. Yes, love Please. that Incredible. version of the character. Love that version of character. Love, love the twist. So funny. My own biases didn't see it coming because I uh, have internal misogyny that I was like, oh my but god. That they make well, a joke about in the movie. Alfred Molina. Right. Like, we've all been socialized to expect yeah. <laughs> Alfred exactly. Molina. Okay. okay, I don't feel so bad. Before this yeah. movie came out. But right. the, same, <laughs> the same thing happened with, Jamie, did you see Spider-Man Homecoming? The first one with Tom Holland. That was the one of them I saw. Michael yes. Keaton, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But Great. my own, again, internal biases didn't see coming that like, 
his daughter would be Liz Allen or Liz, the the, the black girl that he had a crush on. Mm-hmm. And he opens a door and it's and he's the dad. And I went, oh, I'm such an idiot. like this is amazing to pick her up for the homecoming dance. And yeah. that was such a great twist for me. My dad claims that he saw it coming, but I'm like, I don't know if I believe you, Dad. Let's call him out on this <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> but um, dunking on him. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I don't think so, Dad. Oh man, we get him all the time. But, he's like, no, obviously. But the Catherine Hahn <laughs> version of the character is like so you would have done. she's she's so good because she is like she can get scary but mm-hmm. she was also that nerdy like you know oh this is my project i can't this is this is incredible look at you another peter from another you know it was she, everything yeah. i wanted rosie to be allowed to be in this movie but unfortunately <laughs> yeah. she died by glass five minutes after we that met crazy her. scream you know yeah. what's you know what's crazy is before I we started who are you dating the, <laughs> are you seeing anyone peter do you have a girlfriend before we started, which we've determined it was a burn. And yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> yeah. When you mentioned Fucking Rosie, uh, Jimmy, when you mentioned Rosie before we started, I was re-remembering the character, mm-hmm. and in my brain, and since I was a kid, I've always thought that she was like a fellow scientist because she's because I knew right. that she dies at the the thing at the at the at the the, the display or whatever the presentation. Is she not? No, because she's even she's, like so easy to just give her a lab coat and a did. clipboard, make they, her right. seem like a they, scientist. They did, but at the she's beginning of that be scene, <laughs> at the beginning of that scene, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock says, Otto says, like, and my wife Rosie's here. We want to thank you for being here. And boo, boo, boo. like he he says, my wife Rosie. He doesn't say like co lead of the project. Yeah, you know, they really she's not. his wife her hard yes. in this yeah, movie because do. it's like, and we were talking about this too while we were watching. Like in the one scene you see her in, she's just there to be like killed in the next scene but it's like so over the top to the point where she doesn't we don't learn anything about her mm-hmm. because the movie is like it, it, there's no point <laughs> there's other than she's she, about to die by glass she was like learning about poetry in college is she still a poet is she like and then she Peter Elliot. gets poetry mm-hmm. books something and then something T.S. Eliot mm-hmm. yeah. she was trying to explain T.S. And that's his most British. Gets. Oh yeah, he does slip up sometimes. <laughs> that's it. Even the greats. Right, he fucking crushes even, it. Even, even the greats. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes. And he is great. He is great, and he is British, which people forget because he's great. That's very true. People forget. He's played everything. He's played like a South American and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He played Russian like a lot. Me- yeah, Russian. Yeah. He played Mexican like he... and Frida. Oh yeah, he did play Diego yeah. Rivera. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's. He he. What can't he? He's a chameleon. Chameleon. What can't he do? Chameleon of ethnicities. (laughs) Do them all. (laughs) And nationalities. (laughs) He was on an episode of Ethnically Ambiguous. Was he? Yeah. What is that? It's a it's a podcast on iHeartRadio. I love it. Where they interview ethnically ambiguous people. Really? And they're like, yeah. yeah, Because Molina's half Spanish. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But a Brit. But like, yeah, Yeah. it's yeah, his his uh, yeah, makes sense. Oh, Alfred Molina. Guys, so good. He's great. So good. What's your favorite Alfred Molina movie? I think I, I my favorite role of his is in Chocolat. Mm-hmm. Really very shows sexy. his range. He's very <laughs> sexy, scary, evil priest. Yeah, but then there's a scene where he eats all the cake. He loses control. That sounds amazing. Yeah, mm. he's he's really principled until the whole I watch Chocolat cake right situation. This. It's great. I really liked when he did what? the voice. He did a voice for a direct to video. Uh, animated superhero movie Wonder Woman he was the voice of Ares the god of war really and he was sexy he was intense he's done so much yeah he really has yeah and I'm I said earlier he needs to like Mm -hmm. get like have like an indie resurgence Mm-hmm. Like someone needs to make like with the way Bruce Dern was in Nebraska, and then yeah. all of a sudden, or something like that. Well, the T on 
Freddie is how <laughs> we've met. He goes by Freddie. Oh. So the the deal with him is he's currently recording for Frozen 2. What? Right? He's playing a what character in Frozen fuck? 2. Some father, which Hector, you said could be a villain, which is true because yep. that's what the Frozen... That's a classic. Classic yep. Frozen classic verse move. move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he is directing his first movie. He's <gasps> oh, directing a shit. show at the Pasadena Playhouse in February that I already have tickets to. Whoa. Oh my God. We gotta get then, tickets to this. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Before Frozen 2 comes out... Uh-huh. I'm gonna have a Hector frozen frozen in 3D. Here I'm gonna we have go. a frozen <laughs> screening here at the house. Yes. 3D Blu-ray imported from Alfred's home country, the UK. Oh, he'd be so thrilled. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Well, from can England. Can we get him to sign that? From England, he'd be <laughs> the thrilled. movie he's not in. Do it. And we're gonna watch Frozen One. We're gonna watch Frozen in 3D. Then we're gonna watch Frozen Fever, which is a short, and then Olaf's Frozen Adventure. I'm not watching that. I saw it in front of we Coco. Gotta do, we gotta do it all. People were upset that yeah. it was because it was too long. Was too that long. the issue? It was too long. It's, also, it's a Josh 20, Gad, tone it down. It's a 22 minute Josh TV Gad. special. I do. I do great. take umbrage with. Josh Gad for reasons I like let's go I've well no I like kind of like got some like I don't know I don't get a ton of like online blowback like not now I'm gonna get like canceled tomorrow but like our fan base stretches far and wide (laughs) but I like I made fun of Josh Gad on our frozen episode of the Bechtel cast and Mm -hmm. I called him CVS brand Jonah Hill and people got so mad why they were, they were like he worked hard for what he they were so they were like josh gab worked so hard for what he had and you just come in and fucking shit all over his career i was like i'm so sorry I like, deal. Listen, i'm buying cvs brand every single time right now, i'm just know? like that's my yeah. preference really. exactly yeah yeah that Save said money. i'm just not a fan of josh yeah i don't want uh, well when you compared him either. when you compared him to jonah hill i uh, when you said that just now i was like well wait a minute he he is a good singer. He was like you know he did a he Book, did of, Book Mormon. of Mormon and Jonah Hill was like one of the Apatow dudes from and he's like cameoing in accepted and then got you know kept sort of cameoing just getting and promoted Scorsese. yeah and he's a great actor now but when he started he he was just a sort of a uh, one of the comedy bros. See now you're doing it. Everyone, I'm so no, 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 Jamie, no, 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 no. Here's but <laughs> to, but to defend you, Jamie canceled. Sorry to defend I, you. I know it's true. Josh Gad he can he he can get taken down a peg. He'll be fine. He's fine. He'll be he's, fine. Let's. It's. He's a totally worthy target. It's fine. It's I don't okay. Even we can like, just tweet, te- tease him. I don't even That's like. All. I don't even think like I, I. I'm open to the idea of yeah. Josh Gad. Yeah. I just think that he should maybe, much like the inevitable uh, Molina resurgence, mm. do some Molina. indies, Molina. show a little mm-hmm. range, show that mm-hmm. show us that maybe he doesn't just want because money. because you know what it's yeah. not. Josh, Josh Gad's fault. It's not Josh God's fault. The thing is, is that right now, it's just God's fault. Right now, <laughs> right now, he is the one in Hollywood where, if we need an overweight funny guy, mm-hmm. he's the. It's like like a Josh he's Gad type, type. Yeah, and that's a bummer. Cast. And I hate when any actor. A few years ago, it was like we need mm-hmm. a sultry Scarlett Johansson type, and it's like okay, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. They get sort of pigeonholed in those roles, and that's a bummer. So yes, Josh Gad. Do a bunch of different cool stuff on top of doing the big Disney cartoon, whatever. But give me yeah. a Gad led rom com, mm. just a light, some light fare mm-hmm. starring Josh. A Netflix rom com. I would love that. Give me a show that he's willing to come yeah. down here. Yeah, yeah. Give me a Gad. Come down to Earth, Josh Gad. I want yeah. like a Gad led like up the frozen like, clouds. I don't, I've like, never seen the movie. <laughs> what was that movie where Melissa McCarthy played a a writer a lighter uh, a writer who was lying? 
Oh, can you ever forgive me? God. Let's that. get Josh Gad's Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's what I want. That's Maybe what we even need. a remake of Can You Ever Forgive Me? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, can he I, play uh, the same character? <laughs> I don't know. I, just <laughs> I want him to be like this disheveled, like, you know, really, really like sad sack character and then I a want, great, Yeah, you I know? just want pathos for yes. Josh Gad. I hope he's listening. That's all we ask for. I just, I know, I know what he can do. I know he has a beautiful voice. Yeah. I don't begrudge him that. And he's very funny. We he's know. He's very talented. Yeah. I just, I'm like, but I, but he, you can do more, Josh. Yeah. So you'll come over. We'll watch Frozen in 3D. We'll get mm-hmm. psyched for Frozen 2, and then we'll go to the theater to see Frozen 2. We'll see Alfred. After we see Freddy. Alfred. Oh, Freddy. After we see Freddy. After we see the Fredster mm-hmm. at the Pasadena Playhouse. That's in February. Oh, Frozen so 2 is coming excited. out before then. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. is that just, is it this Christmas? Yeah, I think it's like November. Yeah, it's Frozen exciting. Two. Yeah. Wow. It's soon. So Jamie, it's officially time to start singing Christmas. <laughs> Let's start. <laughs> Fuck Halloween. Let's start. Honestly, <laughs> let's start this actual podcast with, yeah. like we always do, it's with Jamie. God's fault. Jamie, can you please give us a, a little bit of your background with Spider-Man? Too. I mean, you mentioned you got an Alfred Molina poster yeah. in your room when you were a kid, but yeah. like. How, like what's your sort of relationship with this movie and then rewatching it tonight how do you mm. feel about it right now in this moment tonight was there anything new you picked up on anything mm. that was reinforced that you love or dislike give us your overall thoughts spider-man 2 okay this was one of my favorite movies in middle school i loved it i think i loved it for a number of reasons first of all because it was like the coolest super movie superhero movie i'd ever seen yeah. up to this point yeah by far. Yeah. And I wasn't even a big superhero movie fan. And then I like saw superhero movies after this because mm-hmm. I loved this movie so much. And then it also like uh, the Alfred Molina Awakening, which we've already unpacked. Yes. Um, but but like even I think even like in middle school, if you can talk about Spider-Man in mm-hmm. middle school, you can just talk to more people than you could <laughs> before. That wasn't my experience until the movie started coming out. <laughs> right, right. The, the first, like, the first because you were also movie. the kid who knew everything about yes. it when it came out. I was the so kid like, talking. Hey, dork, what does this mean? I was the kid talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> he grew to, up in the Bronx to, to my friends and to myself. And yeah. and the first Spider-Man movie came out when I was a freshman in high school. Mm. I was in ninth grade in 2002. Good timing. Very good. T- oh, yeah. it was. Are you kidding me? Like 14, 15, like yeah. perfect. So I remember, I remember the moment, and I think I mentioned <laughs> this on the last episode. Really, though, really. Um, going to school Monday morning after the weekend of the first Spider Man opening, and in my math class, two girls my age behind me talking about Peter Parker and Mary Jane. And I was like, this is a whole new world. Because I've known That's those cool. names and these characters since I was a kid, but to now have like everybody on earth know about this world oh, so exciting care yeah, yeah that's so yeah i think oh four it was weirdly like a ton of my favorite movies that are still begrudgingly my favorite movies came out mm-hmm. spider-man 2 spider-man 2 attack of the clones uh, no, ser- that was uh, no. phantom of the opera phantom of the opera, phantom of the opera. Uh, a series of unfortunate events oh, I, yeah, I hate the it. movie but i love for the same reason that mm-hmm. people all of a sudden knew that knew it that existed have you seen the netflix show I've seen the Netflix show. I, I, I loved those too. books gone. as a kid. It was they're so good. I yeah. feel like they my I liked Neil Patrick Harris. I yeah. I just I think that that whole series would be better as an animated series. Probably Honestly, right. Very true. Probably right. Um, it's very because, Tim Burton. Yes. Very, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's like never. It's just oh, always going to be hard to get the kid actors right on it. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool, right? Yeah. There was. Mm-hmm. Mm, Stuff I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me snake it. Born Na- Supremacy. National Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah, Fucking like, great. All my favorite middle school movies came mm-hmm. out this year. There's one Fuck more you, that I'll John think of. Fuck you, John Voight. 
They're, I know. Sorry, guys. I Unbelievable. Boy, I had to. <laughs> Boo, James Franco. Boo, Boo John James Boy. Franco. Oh, absolutely. Boo. Oh, yeah, Boo, we James have to get Franco. into that. <laughs> I mean, Boo, James Franco. The, one of the good things rewatching it is it, like, on every subsequent, because I watch this movie probably about once a year. Wow. And as now, do you I do the whole Spider-Man trilogy or just Spider-Man two. Ju- I just need two. <gasps> yeah. I just, sometimes I'll do one and two. I rarely no, do three. Did you no guys Alfred. only do two on the podcast? We only did two on the okay, podcast good, good. because of Alfred Molina. Good. I think it's pretty indicative of the whole trilogy. Too, Honestly, you know? definitely yeah. the best of the three. But it's, not like, it's not like there's a more prominent female character that's only in Spider-Man 1 or only in Spider-Man 3. That does not happen. No, it's no. just not canon at all. <laughs> Women are made to be sc- like... Uh, they scream and they're cut up by glass, and that's yeah, really what they do in this across the room. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, we we all agree, Molina's performance holds up, and I appreciate mm-hmm. it more every time because he's monologuing with puppet yes. claws yeah. and killing it. And there's also there's so much to compare it to because so many people try and fail to effectively monologue in this movie. Yeah. Tobey Maguire flops like a fish <laughs> every time it's pathetic to watch there um james That's franco and he's like spider yeah the ways. music changes every time i think that that's maybe like <laughs> Do you every time I see like a too obvious music cue, I'm like, does the composer think the mm. actor's doing bad? I think he, the actor needs, needs, needs help, like, probably. Yeah, probably. It's a good call. And you have a great composer, Danny Elfman. Danny yeah. Elfman again. Harry Tobey Maguire's sorry ass yes. this whole movie. It's true. Imagine watching <laughs> Tobey Maguire run without that music playing. Oh. My gosh. And just Seriously. hearing him like, <laughs> <laughs> or the music when he's yeah. trying to stop the train. Yeah, the face of the. <laughs> The menagerie of faces we get. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I appreciated Rosemary Harris's performance more on this yeah. watch than I oh, ever yeah. have. Yeah. And then I always, I mean, Kirsten Dunst, like, they, she just never has anything to do. Dude. It's not oh, fair. Let's talk Because she is, like, has a Thank recent you. resurgence Thank as you. one of the greats when she, she of the got, last 20 years. She just got the Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Oh, did she? She got one. Fine. Good. Same and year people, as Seth MacFarlane, baby. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and people were really reflecting on her career and <laughs> and unfortunately I think most of the world would know her from like those thing. these Spider-Man movies yeah there, lucky, luckily he's you know what is I mean she was in a bunch of stuff everything for five yes. years and a kid actor and an interview with the vampire and Jumanji and so many different things bring it on bring She's it on great bring but, it on virgin suicides I yeah. used to love now I'm like yikes mm. um what I mean oh 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 um, um um one of my favorite movies of all time that I forgot the name of it's That'd about be a beauty pageant. Drop Dead Gorgeous. So good. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite movies. So good. So she it. is an incredible dramatic actress. She's yeah. funny as hell. She's got great comedic timing. And when everyone was reflecting on she's her so career, good in Fargo. she's yes, great in Fargo, Fargo the TV show. Her husband's so nice. Awesome. So when all of this re- reflection was happening, I was like, yeah, I really, that to me is the thing that makes me move further and further away from like the Raimi trilogy mm. is the Peter Parker, Mary Jane relationship at the center of it. Because it's like, yeah. it just fails at every level. And it and it's the writing punch me and I it's plead. there's zero chemistry and it's such a bummer and Mary Jane yeah. is one of my favorite characters from comic books Mary Jane Watson I love this character mm. and I feel like she hasn't gotten her due truly until uh, like Zendaya played her in the in the newer movies I love Zendaya and she's great Mary and in the in the most recent one I don't know if you've seen Spider Man Far From Home yet yeah. but in that one they give her this time to be 
charming and smart and wonderful and cool. And her and Peter have such a like, and you haven't seen it yet either, Keller. I've seen it. You've seen Far From Home? Yes. Sorry. They have such a great chemistry. Those two, there's two young, awkward people. They're going to fucking come at me on Twitter now. Sorry. No, no, no. You've seen it. No, it's fine. And if you haven't seen it, it's Swan fine. Swan dive into your mansion. <laughs> it's damn. the new one. It's the brand new one. But yeah. that's what I'm saying is that her, ver- her version of MJ, I'm like, there you go. There's great writing supporting mm-hmm. a great actress you know, performing this this character who typically has been the girlfriend character in comic books, but to me can be so much more. And it's such a bummer that the Raimi movies give them nothing to do. Like less nothing. than nothing. It's like, it kind of, it's insulting how little they... And she's talked about it. She's like, you know, yeah. I was just screaming in each one of those movies. That's how she sort of recalls yeah. shooting these films is like the way... S- screaming, like, sopping ah, wet ah, half the time. Yeah. Oh, just like... Such a bummer. The way this trilogy treats its female it's, characters. And yeah. Spider-Man 2 is one of my favorite movies, but it does <laughs> nothing to move yeah. the needle for... no women in film on any on any level and and i mean like you could go at the whole i mean they like fridge octavius's wife yep. immediately mm-hmm. two seconds after you meet her mm-hmm. uh i think you know mary jane is damseled at least twice in this movie mm-hmm. uh and then aunt may is damseled in the exact same way mm-hmm. it's just like a building it's not even a good one. It's a great fight scene, but mm-hmm. like, it's great. You know, it's just and uh, just and all yeah. of the like super attractive women in New York that we're we're mm-hmm. getting these shots of from underneath where they look up to the sky and like Spider Man, yeah. save it's me, so Spider. You're like, yeah, and then that weird. egregious shot where Spider Man, I think he he just rescued Aunt May, maybe, yeah. and he leaves her, and it's like. 500 victorious secret models you're like fuck me spider-man and you're just like, cut, yeah. you're just like that's what, what they say verbatim that is what they say <laughs> it's, it's crazy. crazy they got one f-bomb yeah. and that's how they it's used one it. loud woman going fuck me spider-man and you're like whoa it's brutal and it, it and and what hit with me more and i don't blame kirsten dunce i w- i feel comfortable sort of blaming toby mcguire um i i think truly that toby gets some of it. i think he was i think he i think Look he was miscast the whole time i think he was miscast and then i think that when toby was cast i think kirsten dunce was miscast to match with him i think that but yeah. like but if there was a version of this movie where another actor like say jake gyllenhaal played, kirsten played dunce would have fucking been great jake gyllenhaal and kirsten dunce uh, in spider-man one with different writing it all could have worked. So the, I, I, I yeah. was also kind of paying attention to what she was doing acting wise. And it's, you know, little moments here and there, but it's. She d- she does what she can with it, but she's just yeah. like giving nothing. And then it's like the way her character acts is so irrational where I feel like all three of us were noticing that like anyone in a scene will just act completely in in like reaction to as if they know that there's a movie going on and they need to react to where Peter's arc should be because yeah. she is marrying astronaut Mike Dexter yeah. <laughs> or Jay Jenna Jameson's astronaut son. Yeah. And like, but then she'll act like, well, I'm getting married and she's 19 and he's like yeah. at least 30. Whoa, just, am I back on the moon? Oh, <laughs> I think he's like the true the hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With that line. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> what a kiss. Back on the moon. And that was another setup that I was, as a comic book fan, hoping to see pay off in part three because in the comic books, he becomes a werewolf. That's what's so great about no Yes, way. yes. Does he go back to the moon as a werewolf? He oh. either already has a moon rock 
with him from the moon or goes on another mission and gets <sighs> and a moon rock. And that's how he becomes a werewolf? A moon rock turns, turns him into that's what it takes? man wolf. That's killer. It's awesome. That's it so been cool. Awesome. Bring it back. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> Do Sam Raimi like another movie 10 years or 20 it's years like afterwards? Spider-Man 3, the real cut. Or the anniversary. Yeah. No, Spider-Man 4. It's a yeah. new movie altogether. Yeah. It's weird to like revisit this movie specifically because I like loved it so much and I, I you know, and I was like, Eleven. I thought that what was going on between Tobey Maguire and and Kirsten Dunst was like white hot. <laughs> right, it was the like trinium heat. Real, real trinium. Tritium, tritium it was heat. Like a fusion reaction so, happening. As like, oh my the power God, of the sun. When she shows, and it's so like the even the way that she's like, oh, I, I, this movie isn't like re- too bad with the way it frames women like it right. seemed like at least the dp was conscientious more so mm-hmm. than the writers but um oh but but at you the know what end else with, is, like, is a problem that is still carrying over from the first one is like it, it seems as though kirsten dunst mj at least in one major scene isn't wearing a bra oh and yeah they totally wet. Like, i'm like come on yeah, that's what I'm saying. yeah come yeah on. that was it's crazy <laughs> that's it's not great so, framing I feel like this is like the around the same era where, well, that was like the whole like Jennifer Aniston's thing in Friends too. Yeah. Like that was how I. But apparently, I think that was the Jennifer first gross Aniston, thing I heard an uncle say was like, "God, oh, Jennifer!" Oh. Like you're just like, "Oh, fuck. I, yeah." People, I also what? remember that growing up. Apparently, though, Jennifer Aniston does just have very um, apparently aware nipples. This is all the time. Oh, this is lore. <laughs> because because it's like it wasn't I read it in this huge book. It, exactly. I, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why we because found it in the ocean. I think somebody somewhere one of her castmates or something like made a joke once kind of making fun of her for it mm-hmm. and I also remember this weird moment from uh, just bear with me for a second the very first episode of the Ellen show Ellen DeGeneres' talk show mm-hmm. was in like 2000 Four or I don't know when she got her. You could when say was any it? year. Yeah, and I would. I would be like, it's been sure. on for twenty years. Good year. Is that true? Wow. I think it's like a twenty. It might have been two thousand. It wasn't nineteen ninety nine. Dancing for no. 20 years. I still watch. I'm gonna. Look I watched it up. a clip this yes. week. she's so of funny. A, of a kid being surprised by Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, it was cute. You saw it too. Yeah, it was cute. The kid a was kid playing the drums. A kid knew who Lenny Kravitz was. That's he was adorable. Huge, he was doing the drums for "Are You Gonna Go My Way?" And then there was Lenny Kravitz. Oh God, he loved he to so, see it. He was so first, excited. First episode. <laughs> first episode. <laughs> First episode date September eighth, two thousand three. Two thousand three. Wow. Two thousand three was the first episode of Ellen. Years. Her first guest, Jennifer Aniston. I bet Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst guested on that podcast the very next year for the on the podcast. podcast? The Keller. Show. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. The Keller. Show. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> it's all podcasts. Have you guys seen the podcast Friends? <laughs> <laughs> but did so, that, did did Jennifer Aniston talk about her nipples no, in the first episode? No, but, but Ellen did. Here's oh. what happened. I remember this because as a kid in 2003, again, it's all nipples. I'd seen no, 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 no. I'm gonna try not to be gross about this. It's 2003, so at this point, the show Friends ends in 2005. Yeah. So at this point, I'd seen seven seasons of Friends. Like I've I've Exhausting. been watching Friends. I've been I've, as, as, as a kid in 2003, Imagine. but also like. You know, had made that observation because how can you not when you watch Friends? You're I like, mean, Man, they really any, hit you over the head. Yeah, any, yeah, any wardrobe. So then she comes out and she, you can like see her nipples through her sweater or shirt or whatever, right? She oh, on sits the show. down on the Ellen show. Okay. Because she, she's her first ever guest. Oh, I love And it. Ellen DeGeneres, because she is a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I think she was fan of friends i don't know if she was trying to like i don't know what she it's the most awkward thing but she sits down and ellen goes oh are you cold and and 
Jennifer Aniston without missing a beat, like within 0.2 seconds, almost overlapping. Is no, no, I'm good. Everything's everything's Ellen good. In the face. Everything's good. And then Ellen, I think, reads that and just like they keep going with the interview. And I remember Whoa. this, and I was like, "Oh, here's Ellen. She's, I mean, she's like you could say she's a, definitely a groundbreaking comedian. A true like professional, pushes, right. you know, she doesn't cuss but she, necessarily, but she's a comedian. Mo- in that moment, she decides, I'm not going edgy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to be Ellen. Stern. I'm going to be what Ellen, hell? and I'm yeah. going to have this job for 20 years. I want people. Yeah, I want this show to stay on the air. Yeah. I want people to have fun. I think last year That's she celebrated nice. her 15th anniversary. Fun. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. She came to the Praise bookstore the that I used to work at once and she was very mean. Really? Really? She was just like, a, well, she just like wouldn't talk to anyone. Portia mm. did all the talking. Mm. What bookstore? Brutal. Book Soup on Sunset. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been there. Is it still there? It's still there. Oh, it's cool. a fun little store. I want to go there. I love a good bookstore. I fucking love a good bookstore. But no, I remember that very awkward exchange. I, I like it when you're, when you, I remember. listens to this too. Rem- Ellen. Ellen. Come on. I remember, I remember the most awkward interview that Conan ever did because it's seared into my brain because it's like a train wreck. You know, you remember mm. those moments of like live, and I don't even think it was live. Crazy because like, I bet it's their worst fear that people remember. Yeah. What was it? Uh, it was Conan O'Brien interviewing Laura Flynn Boyle. For what was she promoting? Uh, I think it was Men in Black 2. Wow. That's in 2002. Throwback. Okay. throwback. And happened? it was, she was just. Not having everywhere, it. all over the place, oh. all over the place, like upset with him, mad at him mm-hmm. for a question that he asked, or for you know whatever was it was. It a bad question. No, it was it Weird. and it was a it was very combative, and he was doing his best, Conan, to like like be self deprecating and juggle and be like, this is crazy, what this is insane, and the audience was like, ha ha ha, like it was like Everyone's having a panic attack. Yes, it was panic attack oh, inducing. Boy. It's really really. Yeah, Hell. I gotta watch it. No. Yeah, it's I was pro- like, I I'm will sh- look up that. I'm yeah. sure it's on YouTube. It's There's a what show is it where Burt Reynolds almost fights Mark Summers? Oh my God, what? Yeah, well, why? I remember crazy. seeing this clip like ten years ago. Would it be a Nickelodeon game show? What? What, what no. was Mark Summers hosting? I don't even know. What he was. I think he was maybe just a comedian even at that point. Mark and he was Summer. on some show. Was he a comedian? And Burt Reynolds almost fucking. Him. it was awesome that it was rules. so funny mm. i think Burt reynolds was like drunk or something and i also right. heard about um that makes the, the ricky gervais <laughs> show i haven't seen the clip yet but ricky gervais had seinfeld oh, chris rock gary one? shandling who tells ricky gervais like basically like i don't like you like that well, kind of yeah really oh gary shandling was there so was, cool <laughs> there was a thing where Gary Shandling was going to have Ricky Gervais on his show, but mm-hmm. then Ricky Gervais was like, hey, I'm having, I'm doing a show too. Yeah. So can we just do both shows at the same time and I'll just come to your house? And then Gary Shandling like showed up at his house and Ricky Gervais was just in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so Gary Shandling's already fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're supposed to do this after my show. So you right. guys should watch that interview if you want awkward wow. and, it, and there's intensity. one where on the... Dumbass. Gary Shandling is so good at not taking any shit. It's so funny. And on a Ricky Gervais show, he had Seinfeld, he had Chris Rock, he had Louis C.K., Boo Louis C.K. Yeah. But these stand-up comedians that have like stand-up careers out there in the ocean. And they're talking about being stand-ups and Ricky kind of goes like, yeah, like us, like we're all sort of comedians. And then Seinfeld or somebody says, no, 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 you're not like us. You made one show. 
<gasps> that kind of level of like, you know, no, no, you got one show. What about Ghost City? <laughs> Whatever. The, what was that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, there's a movie. And he's got like two Netflix <laughs> shows. Ghost he, City? He made a movie called About Ghosts. Or like The Invention of Lying was another one or something. Maybe that's oh what I'm thinking God. of. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. When I say Ghost City, I know. Yeah, Ghost I, City, it exists. It's a real oh thing. Oh, my God. I'm going to find it. So I've seen let's, it. we're going to wrap up with Jamie with her overall thoughts in a second for Spider-Man oh, yes. 2. <laughs> Will you look that up? Keller, overall thoughts, Spider-Man 2. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is obviously the best of all of them. Alfred Molina is for sure the highlight mm-hmm. here, of here. the movie. Mm-hmm. James Franco can go fuck himself. He's so bad in this movie. <laughs> Tobey Maguire is so good in this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> is Tobey Maguire... Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Great question. He's not good. Great well, because when you said he was, I, I agree, he's very miscast, but yes. I don't even think this is the worst example of him being miscast. I'm trying to think of something else. That I mean, what I else is he in? Seabiscuit? What else is he in? Well, I thought it, like he was. Wonder I mean, Boys? The whole. Was he, no, Wonder Boys is Jake Gyllenhaal. No, it's um, Tobey Maguire. Is there one with their, there's no. both of them? Bro, we saw it's it. It's Jake. Oh, Wonder Boys. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. So bad. <laughs> Rocket <laughs> Boys. <laughs> Uh, that's called October Sky. October Sky. That's not the called book that's, is Rocket Boys. That's Toby and Jake, right? They're both in Whoa. that, I th- right? I have to see that. I got to rewatch. Oh it. my I'm god, sure. maybe. But, but it's definitely think, Jake Gyllenhaal on the cover of the DVD of October Sky. Looking true. Up. Yeah, I think that Toby's in it too, though. But no, I think like I think Great Gatsby is the worst mm. McGuire miscast I can think of off the top of my head. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot. He was dreadful that. in that movie. That. Here, he here's, yeah. the, here's the thing about Toby. I don't, I don't think like I don't think Oops. that he is a. Yeah, I don't either. Oops. Controversial. Sorry, I, I couldn't even get through Gatsby. Sorry. Gatsby was terrible. I left yeah. Gatsby in the theater, and that was at a time I didn't even care. Like oh. I wasn't a movie snob by yeah, yeah, any yeah. means, but like I was on but a you're date. Like, and this we has got another like, two hours, and we could go do something else. We literally like went yeah. to an adjacent theater and watched the second half of Monsters University. That's so better. much better. It was way better. Yeah. So yeah. much better. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not as good as Monsters Inc., but good movie. I love any Monsters other Inc. final thoughts good. on Spider-Man Two, Keller? Uh. Yeah, I don't like watching it because yeah. Tobey Maguire ruins it. There's yeah. a solid 45 minutes in the middle here's, where there is no Spider-Man and it's just Tobey Maguire like, I'm sad. Here's the biggest bummer. not be sad. Here's the biggest it's bummer about though. the first five Spider-Man movies. Here's the biggest bummer. Ooh. Let's hear it. The first Spider-Man movie has Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. So good. And he's done so well that like, cool, 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 cool. Now when they're doing new Spider-Man movies today... They've strayed. They've stayed away from that character because they're like, it's you know, it's been done. We don't so want to. It was done right? perfectly. It's yeah. done perfectly, and it's a bummer because you're going. Well, that's such an important character to the Spider-Man story mm-hmm. that it is a shame that it was done so well in a movie with not the best Peter Parker. So now you have a really great Peter Parker, Tom Holland. Right. I'd love to see him interact with billionaire Norman Osborn. Oh Either it's Willem, maybe he's a little too old now. <gasps> Or somebody else, but that character, but because he did such a great job. Because yeah. your pick is Matthew McConaughey, right? I would Ooh. love McCon- I would love yeah. McConaughey would do great. as a new Norman Osborn yeah. flying around. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that'd be good. There, right? I mean, but the way that like Defoe, he's in this movie for forty-five seconds, and the way he <laughs> sells Avenge Me. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Ah. Uh, yes. So scary. So yeah, good. Yeah, because he's like Peter's my best friend, and I'm your father. Yeah. And then what impressed me. me the most on this watch was they they don't cut 
between the Avenge Me's. So he did two perfect Avenge Me's in a row. And you know what? It was a throwback to when he was doing the perfect mirror scene in Spider-Man 1 and he had one loose hair when he was crazy goblin. And then like Norman Osborn, no, what should I do? The board, they're after you, Norman. Like that whole like back and forth. (laughs) Your Willem Dafoe is pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. What's the movie where Willem Dafoe has sex with a tree? What? Is that the, I have no idea. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. There was a movie called Ghost Town. Did I say Ghost City? You said Ghost City. Close. (laughs) Ghost Province. I should have thought smaller. (laughs) Ghost Town. What is the synopsis of Ghost Town? Please read that. Uh, Ghost Town is a 2008 American fantasy comedy. Uh, It stars English comedian. He's a comedian. Ricky Gervais in his first leading feature film role as a dentist who can see and talk with ghosts, along with Taya Leone as a young widow and Greg Kinnear as her recently deceased husband. I want to watch that. It's not good. Don't watch it. Here's the biggest bummer about Spider-Man 2. Think about the last movie you saw Taya Leone and think about the last movie you saw. It was probably Spanglish and I really like Spanglish. Oh, I used to love Spanglish. Yeah, I haven't rewatched re-watch. it in a yeah, long time. Yeah, because I was also like 04, I feel like. It was 04. Yeah. Wow, 04 Good was year. a banner year. Banger of a banner year. Mm. Banger of a banner. Here's the biggest of bummer banger. of Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Again, Dr. Octopus done so well mm-hmm. that the newer movies are like staying away from but Otto But then Octavius. they crushed it. What, in Spider-Man 2? In Spider-Verse. Yeah. In yes. Spider-verse, yeah. And we uh, we can keep praising Spider-Verse. And I kind of want to do a Spider-Man movie ranking because this is the last Spider-Man movie. That's it. No more Spider-Man movies for 10 years. Oh, no. Yeah. That's it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the biggest bummer about Spider-Man 3, the whole entire thing. But also, they attempted to do the character of Venom and they did such a poor job that people yeah. were like, that's a bad character. And you're like, great. Amazing Spider-Man, the first one with Andrew Garfield. A bummer as they did the lizard, Dr. Connors. But it's not the same actor, Dylan Baker, who plays him in Spider-Man 2 with who the does, one arm, the uh, professor. Great job. so great, yeah. And the whole point of that character eventually becoming the lizard is, again, you plant the seeds of, like, he has a relationship with Peter Parker. If that actor would have played him in a Spider-Man 4 or whatever, it would have been would impactful. Would have been sad. Would have been sad. Yeah. Biggest bummer of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. They did The Death of Gwen Stacy in a movie mm-hmm. filled with the most insane Jamie Foxx, Electro, like music. Like Jamie Foxx is in Dane, Spider-Man. Dane DeHaan, yeah. Green it's Goblin. Weird. I thought you were it's Dane Cook. Dane Cook Dane is Cook. Carnage. <laughs> no, it's awful. Also a comedian. Yeah, comedian. It is. It counts. Yeah. It counts. Yeah. It counts. Um, Dan, a real life. So all, all of those movies have like villain characters or different elements that it's like, oh, they were they they did a lot of it well that they won't attempt them in the newer, you know, and how many years mm-hmm. until we get a new version of Norman Osborn or Otto Octavius or Olivia right. Octavius. I don't know. Yeah. But we got Spider-Verse and that's great. I would take a live action Olivia Octavius. Me too. Please yeah, I would Catherine love Hunt. that. Mm-hmm. Be Catherine Hunt. Yeah. It'd be Catherine incredible. Hunt. I think it'd be great. I think that like they're doing a new Batman movie and Commissioner Gordon's going to be Jeffrey Wright. That's and it's like, awesome. And it's, yeah. a, it's a thing of how do you disassociate with other versions of these characters a simple one well, is Gary like Gary Oldman's a bad person it's quite yeah. easy <laughs> <Or also> just, <laughs> it's quite easy to yeah just to ignore all of those other ones yeah. you ignore them but then a way you make audiences be like oh yeah different again Zendaya she is not white and has red hair so she's a different MJ she's a different mm-hmm. version of that character but still like at the core is like what that character is in the source material better yeah. It's like way more fun to watch. So fun. She's like, she has, yeah. yeah. It's weird because, like, it's, I'm not saying that Kirsten Dunst doesn't have charisma. No, she's she not does. allowed no, to have she does. charisma. Yeah, like, yeah. she's so limited in this part mm-hmm. that she, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know. 
Unless exactly. I saw another movie she was on. Mm-hmm. So those are those are my overall thoughts That's too. Bring it on. It's mm. so good. Bring it. It's bring so it on. Good. Rules. It is so good. It is so ahead of its time. So ahead of its time. Cold yeah. classic. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say. Okay. Um, and the best cheerleading movie ever made, still to this day. Still. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good luck. Tell that to it. the lady I was sitting next to on the plane today. Really? Oh. Who watched a movie that. I don't, it was like one of those weird, I don't like, you're like, where was the funding? What was this? Was this made for a plane? But it's a <laughs> Diane Keaton cheerleading movie that what? just came out. I saw what? that with a bunch of older actresses and they, and they yes. sign up for a cheerleading squad. What? And the whole point is like, uh, you can't do this. And they're like, it doesn't say anywhere in the rules, the age limit. So we're doing it. Is it a very short movie? Because <laughs> she watched it three times. <laughs> like what team <laughs> worth are they cheering for? Um, well, it's just like a, they're comp- for, oh, oh, I also haven't seen the movie. Lifting yeah. each other up. Yeah. I think it's just competitive. I think it's right? the Dallas Cowboys. I think they just. Oh. No, oh I'm making God. this up. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, I, I really I was like, I haven't actually I'd seen the movie. Yeah, <laughs> we got to watch this. We got to track it down. I would watch the it. The lady next to me on the plane, just like it would end, and then she would just drag the wow. back to the beginning. I can't even. What a sad Three existence. Times. She was. She or was ha- laughing is that the every best existence? She's laughing. Like her and her, her daughter were on the. I, they, you know, were, they were fun. Ignorance so truly <laughs> is bliss. Ignorance <laughs> is no. That's mean. She was. She was. Show her. Bring it on. It. See what happens. I know. I'm like, but I'm like, I, I can't, can't relate. relate to this. Probably I'm not. Relate. This ain't dying, Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> she loved it. But what if there was a movie where everybody was my age trying to be a cheerleader? I watch it. Exactly. I Sometimes I it. wish I was the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. They should. I, this fulfills that. <laughs> they should do me. one of these, but make them superheroes. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Diane Keaton should be a superhero. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it, and if she stops. Defending Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Boo Diane it's, Keaton. It's, it's, one time, doing that. hard to see book club when that's yeah. gone. One Tell time Diane Keaton it. liked to stop me. She, she liked one of my <laughs> tweets. Difficult. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Did you have to delete your account? No. Sorry, dude. You're canceled. <laughs> it was, I didn't plan on it, but there was some tweet somewhere. I think it was a, a friend of mine who was like, hey, I, I think I did the press junket for book club or something. And then like, I didn't know that she had tagged the actresses in the movie. Like, Mary Steenburgen, I think, is in it, and yeah. Diane Keaton, and some other actors. Jane Fonda. Jane, the Jane Fonda, the one and only. Yeah. So then, like, something about like, oh, this is book club, and they're competing Candace against Bergen. they're p- competing against <laughs> Avengers, and in their own way, they're like they're. It was like the tweet was like they're also like their own Avengers. So I just responded in a fun way where I was like, cool, like Candace Bergen would be like the Thor. Like I was like Diane Keaton is definitely Tony Stark. Like I I jokingly was like this one's Captain America, this one's Iron Man, this one's Doom, Doom, Doom. Yeah. And I think Diane Keaton's Twitter account liked my <laughs> my comparison. What a what an amazing moment weird. in time that weird. rules. Truly, so I weird. hope she, I hope it was really her who saw it. I know, me too. That she's just like, huh? She's probably gunning for it. <laughs> cool. And that yeah. Benning was just in one. She's gunning for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked her. I liked Annette Benning and Captain Marvel. Jimmy, so good. last final She's thought. Great. Wrap us up on Spider Man Two. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, certain parts of it, like the action scenes, really hold up mm-hmm. for me yeah. for the most part. Even when the CG is not perfect, yes, it's still good. That train mm-hmm. scene, like, yeah, the so train good. scene is incredible. The scene where Alfred Molina goes butterfingers, <laughs> he like does a little the, head. No. You're like, oh, uh-huh. he's done Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, Butterfingers. He's probably said that in a Shakespeare play. <laughs> That's a famous Shakespeare line. But what's, you exactly. know what's funny Someone is that... Someone dropped something. What's so yeah. funny is that I buy him as Otto Octavius saying that line. Yeah. I never in any of these three movies buy 
Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker saying, "Here's your change," like fighting him. I Here's don't buy your it. Change. No, Tobey Maguire every on every subsequent viewing, unfortunately, this the artifice of me loving that Spider-Man yeah. just crumbles mm, more yeah. and more okay. and more. It's don't worry, too there's eight hundred other Spider-Mans. It's fine. It's true. I love Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland's great. Yeah. He's so good. He's a cutie. Yeah. Jake Johnson, good Spider-Man. Jake Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Chris, a good we had Jake Johnson, Chris Pine, and then the kid that played Miles Morales. What's that kid's name? The actor name from um, Shem- Dope. Oh my gosh, Shamik Moore. Yeah, great yes. Spider-Man. He was great. Great yeah. Spider-Man all around. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage was in that. He's a great Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's give it to him. He yeah. was great. No, it was. He's great. What's his, what's a, what's a Spider-Ham? voice actor saying John, John Mulaney John Mulaney great mm-hmm. Spider-Man great Spider-Man great. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's so many great Spider-Mans and unfortunately Tobey Maguire is just not one of them he's down there at the bottom he <gasps> is which he, is. So, I, he just it looks like he speaks very slowly in this movie yeah. and it sounds like I'm like I know I, I know he knows his lines but I'm not sure he knows his <laughs> lines you know? I'm not an empty seat exactly. anymore it's like I, he's <laughs> remembering each word as he's saying the line oh boy yeah, yeah. he's inserting commas where commas clearly are not there <laughs> no. Definitely just, not. Oh God! But there, but yeah, just like I, I, I will love this movie forever. But the, but mm-hmm. the action yeah. and Molina and Rosemary Harris, I think, are the top things that hold up. For Wonderful. Me. And Joel McHale. And, and, and Joel, Joel McHale. McHale. This was like maybe at my fever pitch of love, thinking I was the only person on earth who watched the soup. On <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no one knows. You're like that he made this it. Is the guy from the, the soup. soup. He made it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, there's there's some great cameos in this and, and yeah, um, a lot of them. weird yeah. cameos. I pretty much feel the same way I said when we were watching it. This movie feels closer to me to the Christopher Reeve 1978 Superman mm-hmm. than it does to a more modern superhero movie like this and the first Iron Man are it's so the, different. It's yeah. the silver era and yeah. we're in the bronze era now. We're in the we're in like the modern age is what you would call it. I the don't golden know the age terms. the golden age of superhero movies would probably be everything before and after 1978's Superman the movie mm-hmm. until the end of time until the end of um, no. 1997 which was Batman and Robin okay. Okay. so that era is like the golden age the silver age would be 1998's Blade until like two, yeah. until like 2008 the, the Dark Knight like 2005 Batman Begins somewhere in there yeah and then everything from 08 to now would be like a different it's like starting around like Iron Man-ish yeah yeah, yeah. it's just so different wild yeah yeah this movie, but something you pointed out Hector I think like that struck me as like oh I wonder how intentionally Sam Raimi did that was like there's a lack of dated technology to mm-hmm. distract you in this movie oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like you see some like old gateway desktops in the background of some shots. But for the most part, in this version of Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker does not have a phone. People are using landlines. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, it's all very, like, it takes place not really in any particular time, which makes it, like, I don't know, there's just, like, not a ton to distract you besides it, yeah. Toby McGuire's performance. I think it's like, <laughs> it's like the movie The Incredibles take place in, like, a pseudo-60s. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, like, still supposed to be modern, but still definitely kind of the 60s. The same thing with the, and I think it's on purpose because the first Spider-Man movie, well, two things. Sam Raimi loved the 60s Spider-Man comics that's what he connected to anything beyond that when the producers are like you have to put venom and that's a character from the 80s he was like he's like i don't give a shit like he didn't you know that's why he wanted the villain to be the sandman he wants (laughs) the villains to be you know dr octopus and the classic 60s stuff and then secondly 
I think it was on purpose because September 11th happened and they were making the first movie and yes. they shifted a lot of the first one to 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 turn the film more into an escapism art versus like this is New York this is happening now it's like no that's not what that movie's trying to do at all whereas like no it's not gritty anything. correct Mm-mm. the yeah. Dark Knight not trilogy like Mutant Ninja Turtles correct 1990 <laughs> Sam Rockwell whatever you want to do do but like Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Batman movies are like a post Bush administration yeah. You know, like they're trying to be like a like a post Bush, like, OK, this is what, you know, United States policy is and this is what I want to say about it. But the Spider-Man movies are just, hey, raindrops falling on my head. Don't worry about life. Don't worry about New York. This is a fun 60s. Get a home loan you know. while you're at it. Go crazy. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Although Aunt May does have to leave her perhaps some foreshadowing yeah. of things to come. Oh yeah. She yeah. has to leave her house. Doesn't I'm trying get a to remember, toaster either. I'm trying yeah. to remember where she Ooh. moves, so where sad. she moves in Spider-Man three. There's so many things that, that again, they're setting up in these first two movies that they do not pay off in that third movie. It, Such yeah, a bummer. That James Franco scene at the end. Yeah. So bummer. good. Yeah. And he's wearing the green tie and he's smiling like he's like full on goblin evil. And you're like, this is going to be great. And then the next movie, he hits his head and gets amnesia. I hate Spider-Man 3. It's awful. Spider-Man 3 is terrible. <laughs> the dancing scene is always funny. But yeah. The, but the, Not yeah. on purpose. It, no. And oh, that it did stick out to me on this watch that James Franco in addition to being a bad person, is not a great actor either. <laughs> no. He's a Spider-Man. I've got so- nothing left. Except Spider-Man. He needs Elfman to come through. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I want to share my ranking of Spider-Man movies. Yes. If I can. Do it. Pull my phone Run us from the worst to the top. Okay, here we go. I'm going to call it right now. It goes Spider-Man 3. You're wrong. Wait, you're right. It has to be Spider-Man 3. You're right, you're right, you're right. And if it isn't, what could it be? Also, I'm including Venom, but I'm not going to include Venom. But Venom I, doesn't count. Okay, it doesn't count. So what's number eight? Like last, like last year? Was that Yeah, this like Tom year? Hardy's. No, that was 2018. Oh, thank God. I was like, <laughs> how long was this year? Okay. Number eight is Spider-Man. Number eight is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No, no at the bottom. No, there's eight total. So oh. what's the bottom of the list? Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. 3. Spider-Man 3 and then Spider-Man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. And wow. then. It's not Spider-Man 2, is it? No. No. And then it's Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, and, and then, then it's Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yes, and then it's Spider-Man Two. Yes, and oh. then it's uh, Homecoming. Right. No, then it's Far From Home. Yep. Oh, then it's Homecoming. Yep. Then it's Spider Verse. Yep. Wow. Spider Verse is the best one. Spider Verse is the best one. Easily the it's best no, one. It's number one. That's with the best the movie I've seen in so. It's just like one of the best, yeah, movies. Yeah. Movies ever. And it, and I think it may be the best superhero comic book movie ever made. Easily. It's so yeah. Good. It is so good. So that's number one Easily. with a bullet. We're saying it now. My number two and three are <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. And because even <sighs> though overall they don't have, and, and but here's the deal, Jake Gyllenhaal as the, the villain Mysterio in the second one, I thought he did a great job. Still have to see it, yeah. You still have to see it. Once I uh, get it, you can come over and watch it in 3D. Yes. If you want. I'm like, I'm down to watch things in 3D. Have you yes. seen it on TV, like 3D on the TV? We'll no. pop it in right now. Oh, we'll pop it in right so, now. so, so much better. Really? On a, I'll, oh, I'll put significantly in, I'll put in, better than I'll in I'll put theater. in Homecoming. We'll watch the scene where he climbs on the Washington Monument, and you'll be like, whoa, it's cool. dope. Hey, can okay. you give us that one more time? Whoa, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in D.C. It's perfect, perfect Tom <laughs> Holland. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Holy I'm in D.C. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so high up. I'm so high up. 
I gotta see my friend. <laughs> it's crazy. Is that a bad impression? Uh, you fucking nailed it. So those the Spider Verse is number one again. The, another the, Brit crushing the yeah. American accent. <laughs> the, the Tom Holland ones are two and three for me because the Peter, that Peter Parker is so enjoyable. Yeah. If the villains aren't up to snuff, I still have the Peter Parker. I still have that whole vibe. Then I come in hot with a Spider-Man 2. It's Alfred Molina bringing it right there to mm-hmm. that number four. Then I go to, again, because of that Toby element, I go the Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Amazing Spider-Man 1 because of the Andrew Garfield. I like Andrew that's Garfield it. and Emma Stone. That's, it's I like good. Emma Stone. I like them. I like and their her. chemistry is yes, there. And it's, it's real. real. It's real. Well, because they were they like actually together. They, yeah. Because they were, they, like they were fucking okay. together. <laughs> you can totally tell in that movie <laughs> that they were They've kissed fucking. before. You can tell uh, in these movies that Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire were not dating and may have only spoken to each other between four and five times yeah, in their lives. Probably. Apparently. apparently they, heavy with the bottom lip. You're just like, Ah, yeah. like you just mash. Like every nasty. time they see each other, they shake hands. That's mm-hmm. their relationship. Hello, I love you. I oh, heard. Uh, I remember as a kid when that first one was coming out that there was a rumor, and I don't know if this is true or Better leaked on purpose to help the press for the movie oh, no. that Toby and Kirsten Dunst considered dating, but then were like, "No, we're working together. That's going to be weird." And then they decided not to. That's the most PR yeah. thing yeah. I've yeah. ever heard in my life. It's bullshit, right? They thought about it. Like, no, let's be professional. About anyway, this. anyway, go see this movie. Will there be for real sparks flying? And then you go see it. You're like, no. But when you're in middle school, you're like, wow. It did win the MTV. I had best to have won the best. I mean, that's yeah. a great. I think it kiss. did win. It is, but only because you can't see Toby McGuire's face. True. Like you're just like and that could be a stunt face. It's true. It's just the the setup of the kiss is great. The actual kiss itself, the execution, mm. but still the setup heavy on the bottom lip, yeah, still heavy and on it's the bottom man, lip. that Danny he, Elfman music. He was he was great. he was drowning. He was drowning in his mask because upside down water was going up his nose. Damn it, almost. And he had his mask up to here as he. So Buddy. it was just like. And you know, like breathe out of your mouth. So idiot. That, was, that one's all Kirsten. <laughs> what do you mean, well, Jeremy? I was gonna share my um, my, facts. I have my fun fact Go. for Alfred Molina. Molina facts. Um, this one just Freddy came, facts. This one, this is a Freddy fact that just dropped this year. What? Because I don't know. Freddy's just been on the podcast scene. He really year. has been having a go at it. And he clearly, he Run. hasn't even been that picky as he has done my podcast. <laughs> but he, okay. So here's a pull quote: Alfred Molina on Spider-Man Two. Rosemary Harris and I were suspended in harnesses 40 feet above the soundstage floor, and we were left hanging there for ages and ran out of small talk. <gasps> At one point, Rosemary said quietly, I'm classically trained, you know. <laughs> uh, that's great, amazing. A great Freddy anecdote. And Freddy's like, me too. That is amazing. Yeah, and it's Holy like shit, crazy that too. we're it's crazy that I'm hanging strangling so you in a claw. Harnesses. Let me ask you yeah. this. Do you feel like from the early 2000s to now that those classically trained actors, those amazing actors are treated better when they do a movie like this? Because they keep saying yes to it. Is it just the paycheck? Michael Keaton was in Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? Are they treating him better? Because he's still at some point got to be in a harness or do they just go, dude, we can just do it all CG. Don't even worry about it. I have to imagine that they get something out of it creatively, even Mm -hmm. though I'm sure it's incredibly annoying Mm -hmm. to have to like play a harness part but I mean, I feel like it's it's cool, and I always think whenever so I'm like, oh, Alfred Molina's got kids, mm, yeah, and like they kids, action yeah. kids of don't want to see King Lear. Mm-hmm. Kids want to see their dad look cool. Mm-hmm. I every time I, I I was like, either they used to love comic books mm-hmm. or. They want their kids to think they're cool. Yeah, I Until remember this one. Yeah, I remember Arnold, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which? Yeah, and <laughs> a witch, the ancient <laughs> ones. <laughs> 
She was the ancient one yeah. in, the, in Doctor Strange. Oh, but yeah. I remember in the 90s, Arnold Schwarzenegger said he did Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin because like, they made action figures of him. And he's like, my kids are just throwing these around at each other. Running my, around kids the house. <laughs> my kids love ice cubes. My kids love ice. My kids would, think I'm cool. <laughs> they love ice cream, so I'm like, okay. I like when someone's just raw ego is exposed. They're like, my son doesn't respect me. Here's, here's a shot in the dark to see if it works. That's, that's why Brad Pitt did World War Z. Because he was like, my kids love zombies, but they can't watch a lot of zombie stuff. So oh. I made a PG-13 zombie movie for and them to basically. And they're sick of me and Angelina so fighting. <laughs> I would guarantee that Alfred Molina is doing Frozen 2 because he has a grandchild now. Oh, That's adorable. That's Get him back in the pod theory. to do grand, Frozen 2. Gotta, gotta confirm. Back in the pod. <laughs> that means yeah. he's nope. now a granddaddy. He is a granddaddy. Mm-hmm. He's a grand Freddy. Mm-hmm. Grand Freddy. He's the best. So he better now, go as Jamie, that, that better was a, be his name. That was a wonderful... Uh, I hope that is his name, Grand Freddy. <laughs> Grand That's Freddy. what I'm calling him from now on. Grand Freddy. If I ever see Grand him on the street. Grand Freddy. Grand Freddy. Oh, Grand Freddy. Oh, call me Grand Freddy. <laughs> oh. That's what I am. Grand Freddy. <laughs> Grand Freddy? Grandpa. Gra- oh, Grand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand. Gram. Grandpa. It'd be Grand Freddy. He's British. Grand. Yeah, Grand. 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 Grand Freddy. Um, <laughs> Keller, thank Grand you for, for nailing that Spider-Man Alfred ranking Rick. of yes. me, dude. You know me so well. Yeah. That me was incredible. Great. Pals. Pretty great. Uh, Jamie, we're now at the point in the podcast where we get to ask you to please, if you would like, to contribute a movie mm-hmm. to the list that this we're creating. Exciting. A brand new 500 Greatest Films podcast. Your yeah. co-host, Caitlin Durante, she was last on and she picked Paddington 2. True to form. True to form. If I had mm-hmm. to pick and her any, first movie, that would be I want you to guess what her first movie Paddington. was. No. 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 But you oh. are. You're gonna get it in the five guesses, though. Wait. Don't don't look at it. Don't. Was it? It wasn't an Indiana Jones movie. It wasn't. No. A, it, Back to the Future is already on this list. Yeah. But it can also be any movie that's on this list. It wasn't Into the Spider Verse. No. no. She loves Into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Wait, give me a hint. The uh, British. The oh Full Monty yeah, yeah. Yes. wow yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she loves Full Monty we watched it on Christmas last you know it really year. well so fucking good and it's a so really good funny movie. yeah and so it holds up for yeah for like nineties progressive yeah yeah exactly I'm gonna do a bummer movie which <gasps> good. is I I mean you'll never have I, I feel bad but it is one of my favorite movies do it pick it doubt. Ooh, Doubt, Doubt is so Mill good. Street? I went to yeah, uh, Hoffman. I went to Italy this year, Doubt. so I watched Doubt before I went. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt was like I don't even know like I I grew up sort of Catholic, not like Doubt Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> but just like I Doubt blew my mind when I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters twice, which I may have been the only person to see Doubt in theaters twice because you really do get it I saw it you tweet time. that you saw King's Speech. I saw King's Speech twice. <laughs> I saw that That's twice in theaters sh- also. Humiliating, it's right? It's the score just, that carried me, I think, I, was my I'm reasoning. just like, I must have just been at a weird time. Like, I why? Were you on a Jeffrey Rush kick? That could have been it. Oh, I do love Jeffrey Rush. He's so good. I love Jeffrey Rush. I Yeah, and he's just he's just a compelling I love how into being like did you ever read those like there was some clickbait story that went around but it was very interesting to me about like how Gore Verbinski had had it up to here with Jeffrey Rush because he kept calling Gore Verbinski at three in the morning to be like what what would the squid guy do in this situation like he was obsessed with nailing it I was like what a champion but I am choosing doubt because everyone in this movie is so good. It's the streeper. It's street. It's P S H. You got mm-hmm. the streeps. Who else? 
Uh, Amy Adams. Billy oh, Hoffs. Always good. Yes. Uh, uh, that's another uh, Octavia one. Octavia Spencer. That's, that's another one that was I such a Viola Davis. Davis. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Did you see, yeah. speaking of Amy Adams and Spider-Man, she had a, a video where it was like actors on actors, and she interviewed Andrew Garfield. Oh, and they And it was oh, fascinating. Wow. And they both talked about doing superhero movies. Oh. And it was heartbreaking to hear them both talk about their experiences because Andrew Garfield effectively was saying, I was young. I kind of learned that the priority when you do one of these is not story and character. And yeah. Amy Adams is like, yes, I know what you're talking about. And you're like, because she was and, such a side character. Dude, Man of and she's Steel. fucking Amy Adams. And she's playing Lois Lane, like such an incredible character. And they just, and when I saw they, they, they like, nothing. that's like nothing. the biggest name in that entire yes. goddamn yes. movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. As she should have been. Russell Crowe. That's great. <laughs> yeah. The king himself. Mm-hmm. Joel. Truly. Uh, yeah. Without a child, a boy child. The gladiator himself. <laughs> I do feel like it and is. And Michael Shannon. It's like yeah. generally the villains that get the meaty yeah. roles yeah. and then any like, I mean, mm-hmm. it prior to very recently, it would suck to be a woman in any of these movies. Yes. And Truly. now, th- yes. And now even when they are still the sort of supporting character, mm-hmm. I feel like they're way more nuanced and have more interesting Interesting, like fun Hella, dynamic, Valkyrie, you know, something. Yeah, there's like an uh, arc unrelated to the yes. superhero. Like, there's just yes. something to do. It's Absolutely, just, Gamora like, and Nebula oh, are just boy. sisters like, for part yes. of the movies. I like Evangeline yeah. Lilly's Wasp character. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like she's it's, it's just competent the entire yeah. time. And then, and then, imagine. Thank God, yeah, I know. <laughs> thank God they're finally getting the lead role as well with Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Boo Scarlett Johansson, but she's getting Black Widow, like her own film. And I'm like, great, that right. should have happened ten years ago. That's cool and we'll get more of that stuff and but yeah it was it was rough those early few you know because some of because especially if you're a comic book fan the characters mary jane watson's a great character whiffed it in the x-men films gene gray is a great character storm is a great character whiffed it whiffed it like these just like ah it's uh, and then it just means that they're not going to go back to that character for so long Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. right it's frustrating yeah but you know what? That doesn't happen in doubt. doubt. Female <laughs> exactly. women carry that movie. Oh yeah, uh, Viola Davis is in one scene in that movie, and she got nominated for an Oscar because wow. she's incredible. She it's incredible. so it's got it. There's so much going on. I the thing that's funny to look back on now because I saw it when it came out in 08 mm-hmm. twice. Once with my mom, and then I went back once by myself. Awesome. Sometimes uh, you need it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I need like to not have like this weird trauma going on. Um, <laughs> but but, uh, but like the central conflict that I remember talking with my mom about as if we had just seen a superhero movie was like, do you think that the priest assaulted the child? Like we were like, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's what like the movies. <laughs> that's well, no, but the yeah, movie. Yeah, I know it's, it's so ambiguous, but the play is a little different. I think the play. Have you seen the play? I've seen the play. Oh shit! But the play is like it's more clear that like a crime has been committed, and the central conflict is more like, are people going to take action on the fact that something's clearly happened or not? The movie is a little weird, and mm. I feel like maybe some studio notes. It's supposed to be a suspense movie about so whether Meryl Streep's character is paranoid and going after a priest she doesn't like for no reason, or if he's actually a criminal, which is wow. not the way to go about it. But it's still like the performances in that movie are. But it's still directed by the writer of the play and stuff too, right? Who has the weirdest Twitter account? Ooh, I gotta get on that ASAP. He's like one of those old guys that tweets like JPEGs of a sunrise in the morning and is like. 
ever think about Shakespeare? Like, you're just like <laughs> hell yeah. And then it's you should so respond weird. each time to be like, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you do it every time. He does those. Uh, I had a college professor <laughs> who had a very cursed Twitter account that we would make fun of mm. like, behind his back who God. would do like he night night it. tweets. Night night. Wait, Lemon Well Miranda was. Wait, LeVar Burton was your it college was, uh, Yeah, he was. Uh, but it was this guy yeah, uh, who was very, very sweet, very like, I mean, he's great at his job, but he did tweet a picture Jamie. of the moon every night and say night night. You just you don't gave have to me, protect him. You just gave me a new fear <laughs> that now I have a new thing to be socially anxious about, which is I'd never considered a group of young people going to my Twitter account and being like, look at this fucking goober. Now but I'm what, terrified. What like, group of world. young people do you have... I don't know. Maybe I'll be a teacher someday. I don't know. The only young people know you through Twitter anyway. <laughs> and now I'm scared like, of or Just internet don't start night-nighting and okay. you'll be fine. He night-nights me. I he should. comes in and kisses me on I the do. forehead before bed. But night-night. he doesn't tweet about it. <laughs> it's, I say, I say, I say, it's a private yeah, uh, I say Snapchat story. Thanks, thanks for watching movies with me for 10 years. Mwah. I love you. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Good night, Dad. I mean, uh, co-host. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is an excellent pick. Just the last three picks that our guests have, have picked have been wonderful. Finding Nemo, uh-huh. The Conjuring, Doubt. Oh, wow. Those are I some mean, there's great. a Definitely. triple feature. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. My brother and I used to do this. We uh, we used to do it like when I was in high school and then when I would come home for college, we would double feature There Will Be Blood and Doubt. That's wow. so amazingly wow. big. It's a heavy double, but we would, that really would be is. like our time together as we would double feature those two movies. I double featured Spotlight and Doubt before I went to Italy. Brutal. Yeah. Why do that? Fuck you, the Vatican. Oh, oh, because you're like getting mad at <laughs> And oh, Mission Impossible 3. To, oh, and Mission Impossible 3. Where they broke into the Vatican and it was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, at least there's, that's a bit of a breather. Exactly. <laughs> that's, oh yeah. God. <laughs> And then when he was in Italy, that's more of a bummer he, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it's worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sent me a picture of the Vatican wall when he was in Italy, and he sent me a picture, and then he quoted Mission Impossible, and he said Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, and sent me this picture and this because that's text. what he says in the movie. So funny. Humpty sat on the wall because <laughs> Tom Cruise goes to the top of the wall and then goes over the side, and it's awesome. <laughs> he says that. These are so stupid. And I love them. Anytime we hear, I heard a European horn. Yes. I would, and just like, oh my God, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jesus Jason Christ Bourne. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. So funny. I did that in my one European trip I, as well. I recorded it and sent it to yeah. you. It was awesome. You told me yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun it's to so do. Great. Anybody listening in Europe, um, just know that some dumbass Americans do that all the time. You were just <laughs> in Europe for so long, weren't you? I was there for seven weeks. Good yeah. God. Wow. It was, it was yeah, a great trip. Awesome. Long. It was good. It was long, but it was good. Yeah. It was we, great. We, when yeah. I went to Europe, I think it was like, Three weeks, seven weeks is intense. I was working for yeah. for like uh, half of it, or no, more than half of it. It was still too long. Yeah, two mo- almost two months is too long. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. missed. I things changed while I was gone. I know. <laughs> Liquor stores near my house closed. Oh, weird. R.I.P. That's weird. R.I.P. Well, now you're back. Welcome back. Thank you. We'll Jimmy, open up new liquor stores. Thank you so much again for being a guest on our podcast yes, and telling you. us about doubt. And oh. tell us about your love of Alfred Molina and Spider-Man 2. Thank you it for having It was fantastic. Yes, Where thank you so much. can oh. people, especially young people, find you on Twitter, find you on the internet? Is and there anything just... Me. Yeah, where can the impressionable youth <laughs> yeah. find you? But is there anything else that you'd like to point our listeners to to check out any projects or anything you're working on? Ooh, um, well, I would I would recommend a fellow movie podcast that I run called The Bechdel Cast with Caitlin Durante. It's excellent. It's excellent. Uh, thank you. There, so, so that's... Uh, uh, we, that comes out every Thursday, 
And um, no, I mean, yeah, you can. I'm just around on the internet, okay. kicking about. Okay. At at uh, Jamie Loftus Help on Twitter, <laughs> and Jamie Cries Superstar on Instagram. I get it. What the hell? Tell me yeah. what's happening. Very. <laughs> if there's another. Very consistent in what my favorite movies I do have quote been. Yes. That movie all the time saying that. I'll say, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> you do I was going that. between Doubt and Jesus Christ Superstar, but wow. I feel like I made the right do decision. Do me a favor. If there's another new. You'll come back. We're doing this for 10 First years. Of all, yes. You can put Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. And to come back next <laughs> year. Me. Okay. If there's um, If there's any new social media that we all have to get a new account of, can you make your account oh. name something to do with Alfred Molina Spider-Man 2? Oh, yes. Okay. I think it'll just probably like, be that. Jamie loves Alfred. <laughs> just Jamie Alfred loves Molina, Freddy Spider-Man Molina. too. <laughs> Freddy and Spidey. <laughs> Freddy and Spidey. Freddy Spidey lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like L-U-V-R. Oh, my yes. gosh. Please. L-U-V-R. Please. Keller, can you tell uh, us what movie we're watching next week? And I'll tell you who our guest is going to be. Next week, we're watching A Hard Day's Night. <gasps> I've never seen it. Me neither. And I know very little about the Beatles. Apparently, the Beatles yeah. are good. Yes, they're apparently good. You Allegedly. Know, dads love them. Dads love the Fucking Beatles. I bet Alfred Molina's a fan. Dads Ooh. have never been wrong before, right? <laughs> True. Yeah. We're not in any bad situations because of dads. No. <laughs> Our guest is going to be Michelle Buckman. She's going to come and join us. She's borrowing oh, my nice. Avatar The Last Airbender on Blu-ray set. So Hell yeah. I'll ask her to bring that over. Well, uh, I got. I just got it, so we're fine. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. But uh, Michelle's fantastic. She used to work at Nerdist. She did social media there. And now I believe she's doing stuff with Star Wars with all of those folks over oh, at Star Wars for real, for real. So she's a huge Star Wait, Wars who? fan, Michelle Buckman. So she's going to oh, be joining us for uh, a hard day's night. And ooh, where is that viewable? Hang on. I have to look that up. That's the last thing I got to do. Let me see. Probably here. some tiny theater near you. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's a Criterion collection, I think. It is. Um, it's on the Criterion it's kind of niche. channel, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Niche. And let's see here. Just like put on a Beatles album. <laughs> Hang on. Why isn't this working? I don't know. Guess we'll Show never me. know. Hard to say. They okay, can find okay. it. Guys, go to your local library. Wait, wait. Hit up Hoopla. Oh, I love Canopy. Hoopla. I love a bit They got to give me more than 10 of them. You know what I want to get? What? But like for not any reason, it's kind of expensive, I bet. Mm. JSTOR. What is that? What is that? That's like when you're writing a term paper. That's like, you know, when you're like citing things in Chicago format or MLA, depending on what you're thinking. And you get access to papers? I used to get like access to, like when I was in college classes, I used to get like access to JSTOR. You get a JSTOR password. And then you would just, I don't, it just made me feel cool. Books and stuff. That's cool. Maybe do it. A Hard Day's Night. A Hard Day's Night is right now streaming. On the Criterion channel and Canopy, like you said, but it's also rentable for like three bucks on Amazon and YouTube and Google Play and Vudu and different places. But borrow it from a dad near you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every dad's got a copy on him. Exactly. Might be VHS though. Sorry. So go watch A Hard Day's Night. Come back next week. Thank you again to Jamie Loftus for joining us. Thank you. Talking about all things Spider Man 2 and for not being an empty seat anymore. (laughs) So weird. Anymore. (laughs) Anymore. Uh, the importance of being earnest Mm. part two spider-man they should (laughs) revamp the earnest movies and have mcguire in them oh that was wait (laughs) one last thought yes please i think this is the first time when i watched the movie that i think the writers thought they were being 
very clever mm-hmm. by being like the importance of being earnest. Mm-hmm. Whereas Peter Parker is having some, tra- it's important, but he's having trouble. And I was like, wow, they were, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. their minds. They should have, yeah. one of them read that in high school. Yep. <laughs> they <laughs> should have like, picked a play. <gasps> They oh. should have picked the, our, the famous play, Don't Lie to Your Girlfriend, Peter. They should have done <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doubt. Don't Lie to Your Non-Girlfriend. That would have been great. That yeah. would have been intense if Mary Jane Watson was in Doubt. In like Amy Adams's part. Yeah. I was like, Honestly, I don't know. Kirsten Dunst could have killed it in that yeah, role. She yeah. would have, yeah. Mm-hmm. She would have been great. Yeah. All right, Let's everybody. all go watch Doubt. Let's all go watch Doubt in 3D right now. In 3D. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.